0: Hello, welcome back to Magic Woods. This episode is the first part of a three-episode story called Tomorrow or Today. And it took place back during the time of season three, when Kitty was still visiting Old Man Oak, and about a year before she got her supersuit. One October day, Kitty noticed that Pokey, the little Mimi boy, was looking sad. Kitty said, what's wrong? Pokey said, oh, I'm just feeling lonely. I have lots of friends, but no family. You told me that my mom and dad are stuck in some other world with an evil pumpkin, and my sister is trapped in enchanted sleep out in Spring Valley. And then there aren't any other Mimis in the world left for me to be friends with, so I just feel lonely sometimes." Well, Kitty felt bad for Pokey, so she talked to Bunny and Doggy, and Mer, and said, How can we make Pokey feel a little better? Bunny said, Hmm, maybe we could take him out to Westwood. I've been doing some research, and that's where his parents came from. And Doggy said, Oh, Westwood. Is that in Westland? Bunny said, Actually, it's in Eastland. It's a long story. Doggy said, Okay. Kitty said, yeah, meow me, that seems like a good idea, though. We could take Pokey back to where his parents came from. And then he could talk to some of the Mimis that are out there. And Bunny said, no, he can't. There are no Mimis left out there. A great plague wiped them out years ago. Kitty went, oh. And Bunny said, the village of Nanabel, where his mom lived, is probably just a ghost town now. Doggy went, Yikes bunny said but maybe we can find his mom's old house or some ancient books or artifacts or something it might be a way for him to feel connected to his people doggy said well we could take the hopper for he had finally fixed his crazy flying machine again kitty said and to protect us meow me i'll bring the little sword that old man oak gave me it can cut through anything mer said we know For Kitty liked using the blade to scratch her initials into boulders or to carve little stones like they were pieces of wood. Well, they went to Pokey with their idea, and Pokey said, Wow, you would really take me there? I would love to see the land that my parents came from. Bunny said, Great! Pokey went, Oh, and we get to ride in Doggy's weird flying airship that always breaks and crashes? Kitty said, Uh, yeah. Bunny said, And we'll be there on Halvalon. So maybe we could even bring some of your ancestors back to life. Not your mom and dad, obviously, but... Pokey said, uh, yeah, maybe we could do that. But I don't know if I feel comfortable with that idea. I mean, it must be weird to get called back to life unexpectedly. Bunny said, I understand. Now, unfortunately, someone overheard this whole conversation. His name was Jerome. Jerome and he was a vampire bat. He had been Hypnotizer's best friend before vanishing into the night with Kitty's wallet. But now he was back, hiding in the trees and spying on Kitty and her friends. And he thought, oh, it would be kind of fun to bring Hypnotizer back to life on Halvalin. Then he could get revenge on Kitty. So Jerome decided to sneak on board the Hopalopter and come with them to Westwood. Well, the animals and Pokey arrived in Westwood a couple of days later. They saw West Lake shining blue under the sky, and they saw the dormant volcano hulking in the gray distance. Bunny said, Kitty, do you remember when you carved our names inside that volcano? Oh yeah, Meow-me, when we saw that awful red queen. KC, said Bunny, frowning at the memory. Mer said, So where is this ghost town? Yikes, said Doggy. Bunny said, it's south of here, near a dangerous forest called the Mistwood. Kitty went, ooh, a dangerous forest, nice. Bunny said, no, not nice, it's really dangerous, really dangerous. Even the Mimis who used to live here avoided the place at all costs. Kitty went, I can't wait to check it out. Uh, Bunny groaned. At last they could see the village of Nanabel, or what was left of it. They landed the hopalopter on the outskirts of town and walked through the deserted streets. Most of the houses were destroyed, rotten ruins that had crumbled into their foundations. A few buildings were still standing, but they looked precarious and broken and leaned at odd angles. Luckily someone had buried all the dead Mimis, so there were no skeletons lying about. But it was still a pretty creepy place. Well, they explored a couple of broken-down houses, but found nothing much of interest inside. Just broken dishware and rotting furniture. Few of the books and scrolls had survived the ravages of the previous 200 years. Poki said, uh, there's not much left. Bunny said, I'm sorry. I thought there'd be more to see. Poki said, that's okay. Hey, maybe we can explore the fields and forests outside the village. From what you've told me, my mom always liked nature, so I bet she spent a lot of time outside in the fields. I'd love to walk in the same places she once played in. Bunny said, good idea. Kitty looked south, where the dark line of the mistwood loomed. Should we explore that place, meow No, said Bunny, that's the mistwood. We're going to avoid that at all costs. If half the stories about it are true, Kitty went, oh man. Well, they grabbed some food and drink from the hoplopter and headed into the fields and forests north of the village. It was a gorgeous late October day, just a little bit chilly. The sun was shining and the sky was an achingly beautiful blue. Kitty went, ah, what a day to be alive. At the top of a tall hill, they found a circle of stone ruins. There was a rough archway at one end of the circle. Meow-me, this is a cool spot for a picnic. They sat down on the wide stones and had their picnic. Bunny said, These ruins have a weird feeling about them. I don't think they were made by Mimi's. She shivered, even though the day was warm. I I have a bad feeling about this place. Kitty did some pull-ups in the archway. (sighs) She went, What are you talking about? This place is so cool. (gasps) We should come back here at twilight. I bet the sunset views are gorgeous from up here. While the rest of them finished up their lunches, Kitty explored the forest nearby. She saw wild rabbits hopping through the grass. Then she spied a long snake with rainbow-colored bands sunning itself on the ground. She called out to the others, Hey, come check out this big snake. It has all kinds of colors, red, orange, green, blue, yellow, purple. And Bunny yelled over to her, Be careful, it might be venomous. Kitty stepped closer to the wild rainbow snake. Too close. The snake snapped at her (laughs) and bit her paw. Ow! Bunny ran up to Kitty. Are you okay? Kitty looked at her paw. There were two bloody holes where the snake's fangs had pierced her flesh. Yeah, I think I'm fine. I guess it wasn't venomous. I'm not dead. The snake slithered away into the bushes. And they didn't know how lucky Kitty had been. It was the non-venomous kind of rainbow snake. Bunny shook her head. Kitty, you need to be more careful. Now, Jerome had been watching all this. He was hanging, upside down of course, in a nearby pine tree. While the animals packed up their things and headed back to the village... They took a different path this time. Presently they came upon a little river, and an old man, who was the size of a mimi but looked like some kind of wizard, was squatting beside the river tossing random handfuls of fallen leaves into the water and watching them float downstream. Bunny said, oh, hello, my name is Bunny Rainflower and these are my friends. The old man said nothing. He kept tossing leaves on the river and watching them drift away. Bunny said, Um, we're here to show our friend Pokey where his parents came from. He may be the only Mimi left in the world. Unless you're Mimi? Still, the old man stayed silent, intent only on watching the leaves. Finally, Doggy said, So, old fellow, what you doing? The old man spoke at last. I am reading the fates of mortals." And he tossed some more leaves into the water. Doggy said, "Oh, what does that mean, Ruffy?' "'I am Malarkey, the far-seeing. I can see the future path of any mortal.'" Well, Kitty was eager to find out if the party-pooper prophecy that said she was destined to destroy the world was true. So she said, "'Ooh, meow-me, can you tell me my destiny?' The old man sighed deeply. Sometimes it is better not to know. Kitty said, come on, I really want to know. What can you tell me? The old man grunted. Fine, if that is your wish. He grabbed another handful of leaves and placed them in the river. And they all watched as the leaves drifted downstream, spinning lazily as sunlight danced on the water. Kitty said, well, the old man frowned. It is best not to know our destinies. Kitty said, but I want to know. Bunny grabbed Kitty's arm. Kitty, I have a bad feeling about this. Let's just go. But I want to know, Meowmy. And if something bad is going to happen to me, isn't it better to know about it so we can fight it? You can't fight fate, said the old man. Sure, sure, said Kitty. But just tell me what's going to happen. I want to know my destiny. The old man nodded. Very well. You will die. Huh. There was a stunned silence from the group. And then Kitty said, uh, oh, Okay, sure, everyone dies. You will die sometime this night. Between sunset and sunrise. Everyone stared in shock at the old man. But Malarkey just tossed more leaves on the river and watched them float away. The kitty said, I- I'm definitely going to die tonight. The old man nodded. I couldn't read the exact time of your death. I don't know if you'll die before midnight or after. So I can't tell you if you'll die tomorrow, November 1st, or today. October 31st, but your death will definitely happen between sunset and sunrise." Kitty looked like she was going to faint. Bunny and Doggy went to her and steadied her. Malarkey stood and brushed dirt from his cloak. "'I am sorry,' he said. "'I told you it is best not to know your destiny.' Then he turned and walked away. He seemed almost to vanish into the trees. Kitty went, ''I don't want to die tonight or ever.'' Doggy said, ''Oh, but wait a minute. If you die tonight, we'll be able to bring you back to life because it's Alvalin." Kitty said, ''Yeah, but then I'll just be alive for one night.'' ''Oh, right.'' Bunny said, ''Maybe we should leave this land and go somewhere safe. Uh, l- let's get in the hop-a-lopter And, ''No way,'' said Kitty. ''I'm not getting in that crazy flying machine. That's probably how I'll die. That thing will crash or blow up or something.'' I'm staying in this land until the sun rises. Pokey said, well, maybe we should go back to the village and find a nice, safe place to stay the night. Because if you just stay inside and don't do anything foolish. Doggy said, yeah, like playing with unfamiliar snakes. Kitty said, yeah, meow meow, me, that might be a good idea. (laughs) At least I don't have any major enemies left in this world. Just the pumpkin, but he's trapped in his own time. Doggy said, oh, but wait a minute. It's Alvalin. "'What if somebody calls your other enemies back to life?' Kitty went, "'Who would call them back to life?' Jerome, who was hiding in a nearby pine tree, listened carefully. Doggy said, "'Oh, that's true. There's nobody here in Westwood who knows who your deceased enemies are. So nobody's going to call back Black-Eyed Susan or Hypnotizer or Versa?' Pokey said, "'Or Rank or Rankin or ka Doggy said, "'Yeah, or the Lobster King or K.C. the Red Queen.'" went, wow, kitty, you've sure made a lot of enemies. Kitty said, well, of course I have. That's because I'm a hero. Bunny said, well, as long as nobody calls back a really powerful evil being who could threaten the whole world, like the Shadow King. Doggy said, who are they? Well, the Shadow King was a nightmare about Lava muck that came to life. Some thought he might be more powerful than Lava Muck. Kitty waved this aside. Well, nobody's going to bring any of them back to life tonight, so we have nothing to worry about. Jerome snickered to himself. <laughs> That's what she thinks. Then he flew away quietly, back up to the ruins. Kitty and her friends headed back into the ruined village of Nanabel, and they found a place to spend the night, a little cottage, made partly of stone, that hadn't been too badly damaged. They had no way of knowing that it was Versa's childhood home. Okay, said Bunny, after they settled in. As long as we stay here in this cottage and don't do anything foolish, Kitty should be safe. Pokey looked at Kitty and said, And if any bad guys or monsters come, you should let us fight them. Kitty said, I'll be fine. Meow-me, I can fight anything. Murr said, except fate. that's the end of the story tomorrow or today part one the next episode is tomorrow or today part two goodbye